0: As we listen to this gospel, we may have been tempted to ask two questions why and how? Why? Why, Jesus, do you require this of us? Jesus, why do you command us to love our enemies? To pray for those who persecute us. On a human, emotional level, this doesn't connect with us. It doesn't make sense. Why should I love the person who hates me? The person who is my enemy? Why should I pray for those who persecute me? This is really, really difficult to do. And so the second question is, how? How do I do this? How can we even put this into practice? How can we love our enemies? Pray for those who persecute us. And how can we be perfect as God is perfect as the Lord commands us? The way we can answer the why question is by asking another question. Why did God create us? Why did God create us? Each one of us We are created in the image and likeness of God, and we were created ultimately to glorify God. Every one of us, every baptized Christian was created to glorify God by our lives. We are made in His image and likeness. We are children of God and therefore our call is to live as God's children, to be a reflection of God's image in the world. We can't do this by hatred. Of anyone. And so Jesus says to us, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And then he adds a qualifier that you may be children of your heavenly Father. In other words, if we are to be God's children in the world, then we must love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. That is how we live as God's children. That is how we glorify God. That is how we reflect the love of God and the image of God in the world. And it's what Jesus himself did. And note the fact that in this gospel, Jesus doesn't make this an option. If we don't love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us, then we are not living as God's children. We're not... Living our call to reflect God's image in the world. We're not glorifying God. This is our call. If we hate, if we don't love, then we could actually lead people away from the Lord. So the reason why we are called to love every person, even our enemies, is so that we can live our vocation as children of God, to reflect the image of God in the world, to glorify Him by our lives. Every one of us is called to that, and we can't do that through hatred. So then the question is, well, how? How, do I, how is this even possible? How can I do this? We all have experience of feeling hatred in our lives, of being hurt by other people. How can we love those who persecute us? How can we love our enemies? I think a story might help, to help us to understand this. You may remember the tragic 2006 shooting of 10 young girls in an Amish schoolhouse in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It shocked us. It shocked the entire nation. Shocking, too, though, was the reaction of the Amish community. For they not only forgave the killer, but they actively reached out to the killer's family. They actually visited the family to bring love and compassion in their time of of confusion and pain and sorrow. At the funeral of the killer, Amish mourners outnumbered non-Amish mourners. So during a time when most of us would feel vengeance, The Amish community put God's love into action. So how did they do that? Well, because they understand and understood at the time that there is no hatred in God. Hatred doesn't exist in God. Scripture tells us that God is love. His very essence is love. And so there is only one way to live as God's children, and that is by showing love, even To our enemies. We are to love as God loves. Our goal is to have the mind of God and the heart of God. This is why Jesus says in the gospel today, be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect. And he knows we're not going to be perfect. We're going to fall short of that. But the way what he means is keep as your goal being conformed more and more to the Lord's mind and heart every day. Our goal is to be conformed more and more to the mind of God and the heart of God, and we know that the heart of God is love. The ultimate answer, then, to how we do this is only by God's help, only by by God's grace. And the beautiful thing is that God's grace is so real that it became flesh. Jesus Christ is grace incarnate, God's life. The closer we stay to Jesus, the the more connected we stay to Him through the sacramental life of the church, through daily prayer. God's grace flows to us in Christ, and we are able to reflect the love of Christ in the world to others. Only by God's grace, only with God's help can we do this. But it is possible. With God, all things are possible. And so in this Mass today... We can ask the Lord to eradicate hatred from our hearts for any person and to fill us with the love of God so that we can be his reflection in the world.